Zenkai Boost is a 100% fan-created project. None of us are associated with Toei, Madman, Funimation, Manga Entertainment, or Fuji TV. We're just four nerds who really like Dragon Ball Z Kai, and we hope you will too, so long as you support the official release. Oh, and this show? Definitely not safe for work, so make sure your headphones aren't turned up so loud everyone will know your secret shame. So Chandler goes over to Monica's house to tell her that, fuck, I fucked it up. <laughs> oh. Fuck. We'll edit it out. Try again. Try again. Go, go, go. Hello and welcome to Zenkai Boost. It's the show where we watch and review Dragon Ball Z Kai. My name's Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hillerick. And I'm Max Kostrak. And I thought we could start today's episode with a little bit of a fun game that Ooh. I thought up for you guys. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, so I'm going to give you the name of a character from the beloved uh, action dramedy romance sitcom Dragon Ball Z. And you guys are going to tell me whether you think that person is a cat person or a dog person. Oh, I see. It's like a person. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's like a personality test. And we're going to start with a really easy one, okay? Goku. Dog person. Dog person. So obvious. Uh, Another easy one, Piccolo. He's a cat person. What? No, Piccolo is definitely a cat person. He's so alpha. When have you met a non-alpha cat? 100% a cat person. His annoyance at Goku. Listen to, I want you to go back to episode three and listen to when he goes, Goku, and he's really upset. It's exactly the same way a cat would say. Hi, welcome to Zenkai Boost, where we argue about cat people and dog people. Yeah, I no, think, this is this is the episode now, you guys. I think also Piccolo, I'm also going to say Piccolo is a cat person, so I guess this one's a split. I'm sp- split three to one. And- oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, are you, what are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> and it's actually a trick question, guys, uh, because Piccolo would actually be a lizard person. I think. Oh. Piccolo would, He'd be one know, of those snake guys, right? He'd find some camaraderie he, in there. He owns a snake. I mean, really, technically, he's a slug person, if we're really going to get Yeah, that's right. right They're <laughs> slugs. They're slugs with weird muscles, though. Wait, what? I'm sorry. Pause for a second. What the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> the, the, oh, Namekians are more or less analogous to slugs. Oh, yeah, because, you know, one of my favorite things about slugs is how they regrow their arm. <laughs> yeah, and they're bipedal and they speak English. Let's suspend our disbelief here for a second. You got me there. <laughs> okay. So so we watched episode four of Dragon Ball Z Kai, Run in the Afterlife Goku, the one million mile snake way. And honestly, guys, I was kind of surprised by how much fun I had watching this one because it's it feels like an exposition dump episode. And those aren't usually this fun. Yeah, I I thought it was going to be a bit more boring, but I enjoyed it. It is, but it's a nice cooldown from, you know, the, you know, knockdown drag out fight we just had where the protagonist dies in episode three. So it's, it's, it's a nice, solid change See, of pace. I thought we were going to end up watching this very long and sorrowful funeral. And lo and behold, we just get to see him smile. <laughs> Big dumb dead smile. I love seeing that. And I love that they like lovingly rendered Goku's dead face in like fucking oil on canvas apparently it's it's like they got your letters I, oh if only <laughs> so the first thing we see in this episode oh, is oh, oh. Our, what, have we up? talked about the opening yet oh no we haven't talked about the opening yet because I, I i even if it's just 10 seconds i do want to stop on this just you know always i don't you guys are all watching you're, you're listening to it right the whole yeah thing. yeah i can yeah. skip the entire thing guys i Thank caught you. myself uh 
I caught myself singing this song to myself while I was at work today. Oh, oh that's boy. funny. I caught myself not doing that. Well, thanks, please. <laughs> put me on blast. Completely. Well, I put myself on blast, really. I sort of opened the door to that one. I have actually progressed a little bit. I can understand some of the words now. Um, wow. I was really hey, excited about it. Don't stop. I was really excited about it. Yeah, don't stop, don't stop, we're in love now, which got repeated a lot over scenes of Goku and Vegeta fighting, Ooh. which to me... Uh, was sending sending sort of mixed messages, or well, I mean, or a very clear message, very actually. clear, straightforward yeah. messages. I think foreshadowing the romance. Guys, was there the a show. lot of shipping in the DBZ fandom? Did that happen? Let's a send lot? this over to Kevin. I'm sure it did somewhere, but I, I didn't really see it. Okay, <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Thank God for that. We spared ourselves. Um, <laughs> that. Um. So I, I noted last time the, 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 the lyrics that I was hearing versus the subtitles I was seeing was weirding me out. And it got worse this time because for some reason, the subtitles no, were no longer Japanese lyrics translated into English. They were now just Romanized Japanese. Oh. So, I, I, you know, I can't Sorry, make Sorry, bud. Or... You can't distract yourself from the... From, can't From make... Dragon Soul no more. So... <laughs> So this episode so opens. this episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> um, the recap dude got really real with us in this one. Oh yeah, because he's talking about how he literally mentions that if they don't, if they can't put a good show together against the Saiyans, then Goku will have just died for nothing. And that's true, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, he true. just lays it right out. Lays this situation it. sucks so bad. Pretty much the worst things have ever been for and Earth. it's so fucking funny when we cut to Chi-Chi and she's like, I wonder how Goku's doing. I bet everyone's having a great time. <laughs> great A dramatic irony. You like that 60s sitcom kind of music playing? Yeah. <laughs> and then Grandpa shows up. It's the Ox King. It's the Ox King. Okay. They did not mention his name. Grandparenthood has made the Ox King a big loser. Just... <laughs> <laughs> he does look like a dad. Oh, <laughs> uh, full on dad mode. He sort of fulfills that archetype of being the like pleasant but clumsy and bumbling father figure. More more or less. Yeah. He's not he's obviously doesn't live in a well, maybe he still lives in a, a flaming castle on a mountain, but well, that got blown up. Well, uh, you know, he financially supports them, so he's still pretty wealthy. I wonder what the food budget is like. Uh I'm sure it's horrifying. Significant. <laughs> Horrifying and significant at the same time. Horrifyingly significant. <laughs> <laughs> so after please we, help. My family is starving. Uh, after we see Chi Chi, uh, we get back to uh, what is happening, which is the fact that Goku has been completely destroyed, and he disappears. Yeah, he 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 pulls a wicked witch. He just, like, vanishes into the air. He has to go. People He's got a guy's home planet needs it. Now, Krillin doesn't seem alarmed by this. No one seems alarmed by it. And they seem a little surprised, but, as like, less like, wow, he just vanished into thin air, and more like, oh, you know, oh. He's gone now. Like a mild surprise. Leaving behind more blood on the ground than was on his body. Well. That's what happens when you get a big hole in you, though. It kind of drains out. Surely, a hole that big, you would lose most of the blood in your body. Anyone else notice his awkward, like, death limp? I, I just laughed at it. You mean, like, the pose he's in? Yeah, I thought it was kind of like the prequel <laughs> to Yamcha later on. Yeah. Well, he was the Yamcha of Saiyans. Dude, he did get yamcha pretty bad, though. So, Goku's body disappears, and they're like, okay, well, time to move on. 
Um, and then Krill and Bulma immediately just loot this alien corpse for pretty good <laughs> advanced epic technology. Job. Can I butt in here and say that I really think I really got to commend Bulma not only for being able to analyze this alien technology, but for getting that fucking scouter that has been on that man that close to her face without gagging from the fucking smell. You think Raditz is a smelly boy? I think Raditz is a very smelly boy. Look at all that hair he spent. How many years? How long in that fucking little ball? Yeah, he has yeah, probably I got mean, a quite a stink. You know, that's nasty. And you know, Saiyans don't give a fuck. Yeah, probably, probably personal hygiene probably isn't big on their their to do list. It's like, not like high in the priorities order. But what if we what if we spin it around? Let's let's spin this and go the other way. What oh, if you're gonna zag on us? Least, what if he just smells nice? Like his 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 natural musk has this certain <laughs> pleasant aroma to it. Oh, to say and bottle it. Maybe the pod has like a uh, kind of a fragrance dispenser. As, as on his way, just out. got Febreze nozzles on, on every every like part. Going to the grocery store in the fucking produce department has the fucking. What if, what if it's like a washing machine and they're just sitting there like like cryogenically frozen? They just like dump water in it, spins around. Pic- Piccolo, no, I'm sorry. Vegeta and Nappa arrive on Earth a little bit too early, and the spin cycle's still going on. The pod opens up, and just twenty gallons of water spills out, or or it ends too late. And, and Vegeta comes out mildew. No, guys, I hate to break it to you. That's why he's so short. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he shrank in the dryer. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, oh Jesus. Okay. Sorry, that's low hanging fruit. Oh yeah, the uh the, the, the Saiyan washing machine jokes. They were just sitting there ready for us to, to reach out and pluck those from the sweet tree. <laughs> 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 Max, do you remember you once described? I hate to go on a tangent. I know you're trying to continue. We'll we'll get back to it. Max, do you remember telling me one time you look at the world and you have like the Terminator vision? Except it's oh yeah, everything joke. I see is like I, I'm analyzing for joke potential, and I've got the little crosshairs that go over it and a little readout that next to it. It's very annoying. If only it was a scouter. That's the next step. Well, then it, I mean, then it wouldn't work half the time. or maybe i'd just be too dumb to use it bulma's smart how smart do you have to be to fucking pick up a piece of alien technology open it up and just be like oh okay well i could probably she does not hesitate for one second she pulls her little multi-tool out pops the back off this thing and like boom there's the battery understands intuitively it's amazing i feel like if it's uh if if there's any place on the dragon ball z earth where they'd be working on stuff that would rival successful alien species like spacefaring technology, it would absolutely be Capsule Corp. 100%. Oh, Oh, that's right, Capsule Corp. They haven't really gone into that yet. There is a reason she's the wealthiest woman on the planet. She's also potentially the smartest? More or less, I would say. And and her father, too. Her father's probably one of the the Uh, most, like, prolific Uh, inventors of all time in this universe. Dr. Briefs? Wait, Sorry, Dr. Briefs? So, Bulma's full name is Bulma Briefs? Bulma's full name is Bulma Briefs. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? You know how, you know how there's a character in the show named Trunks, right? Oh, oh my god! god. Oh, wow. oh, I didn't know, I didn't know I'd be getting this delicious treat of informing you guys of this. <laughs> Wait, his name is Trunks Briefs? His name is Trunks Briefs, actually. Both of his names are plural. What? Little known fact, he has a younger sister. Do you guys know what her name is? Bra. Please don't. It's Bra Briefs. It's Bra... Wait, 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 wait. Bra Briefs? 
It's the worst name I've ever heard. No, you know what's really funny about this? Oh, even funnier than this totally ridiculous situation where you have a child whose name is Bra is that in the series that doesn't exist, Dragon Ball GT, may we never speak its name? They the um, you just Funimation, did. the um, the American Funimation Studios tried to translate her name as Bulla. Oh god damn it. <laughs> Gentlemen, hear me out. I don't know how marriage works, but did Vegeta uh, take her last name? Vegeta briefs. Vegeta pro. Do wait. No, Saiyans don't have last names, though. They don't seem to have. A, yeah, they don't seem to have a family name, except for Vegeta, whose name is well, just, I guess, passed down through the family line. Well, is it like Mario Brothers? Is he Vegeta Vegeta and like Nappa Vegeta? Now hold on a second, though. Here's the thing: is that Vegeta probably doesn't give a shit about Earth customs. So Bulma could probably write whatever the fuck she wanted on that marriage certificate. You know, that's a, that's a very good point. <laughs> so, I think actually maybe he is Vegeta Briefs, legally speaking. Well, I mean, here's the question. Are they even married? <laughs> oh, I guess I'll have to watch and figure that one out. You know, we don't get a lot of the bureaucracy of this world. Oh, by the way, spoilers. Well, oh, yeah, we're just, we just, oh, shit, well. Oh, sorry. Whoops, my fart. Just pretend you didn't hear anything. Yeah, you guys pretend last, you didn't hear any like, of that. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Piccolo's arm regeneration. Yes, and it's awesome. And a little yucky. So everybody watching this, Krillin, Master Roshi, Bulma, have, just have to assume he's having terrible stomach problems. <laughs> we haven't seen any, like, screaming, squatting, powering up yet, so. Yeah, go, his his initial power stance uh, for uh, the Makan Kasapo didn't really make much noise. He just kind of... Stood he just looked like he had a migraine. His his hand was on his head. He's just like, oh, ow. I was a little bit yucked out by the vascularity going on in there. Oh, yeah. A lot of vein movement. <laughs> a lot of, mm. of gross Those muscle guys were jiggling all around. Yeah, it's, it was a little much. But they were moving on his body. It was, it was a, yeah. I'm in it now. No bueno. Uh, no bueno. Uh, and Krillin, I feel like the guy who plays Krillin did a great job at providing what I thought was probably the most realistic reaction to that event that a human <laughs> being could have. <laughs> Just like a lizard's tail. And uh, that's uh, something Piccolo can apparently do. How scary is this request that Piccolo makes of Roshi, Krillin, and Bulma from their perspective? Oh, sorry. It, you mean when he kidnaps Gohan? Yeah, when he kidnaps the child. Because he kind of makes an argument, like he justifies himself, but then he's like, yeah, but I am taking this child. <laughs> Roshi's like, well, I guess we can ask Chi-Chi, and Piccolo's like, fuck you, okay? Just give him to me. Just stop. By, by the way, I have telekinesis now. Oh, yeah, his rarely used psychic powers. I think that's a Namek thing, guys, because in the uh, in all the video games that he and all the Namek characters have a move explicitly called telekinesis. Oh. So they're psychic slugs. Yeah. <laughs> psychic slugs. Gross. What what are they weak against? <laughs> Whistling. Fire dark types? Salt? Oh. Whistling is the thing, but that's not canon. So <laughs> that's from one of the movies. One of the worst ones, too. Probably the worst movie. Uh, no, well, not okay. Bio Broly. We can, we, we're going to torture ourselves with these I can't wait. Someday. I've never seen a single DBZ oh movie. Oh my God. Oh. There's like two good ones. Oh boy. And there's like 15 movies. Oh, See, oh I boy. only know them through four star, so I don't even know the actual ones. Their versions are way better. Universally. They, they have to be. Get ready for some hour and a half to two hour long garbage. Oh Thir boy. 13 times. So, so how much... How much should I drink? A lot. 
as much as you can uh, do without getting dead. All right, and then during the movie, how much should I drink? Every time uh, Goku dies or uh, is beaten, but then he believes in himself and does good and does a good job, and his friends <laughs> believe in him and he does a good job. <laughs> we guys, we just have to hit them really hard. <laughs> You just, you just come on, to, just punch him one more time. Make sure you take a drink every time you see a punch on screen. <laughs> oh my! At God. that point, this just becomes a suicide. Uh, like, a, is this? Like a, a, no, it's attempted homicide. You're the one suggesting these rules, Max. Goodness gracious! Oh, sorry, guys. Jeez. So the next thing, okay. and if we did die uh, doing this, then apparently we would go straight to this weird bureaucratic heaven. Nice segue. Yeah, we have this next scene: the afterlife with Goku, old Piccolo, and the devil. In the Dragon Ball Z universe, the afterlife is real, and it is a it is unquestionably a thing populated by supernatural entities. This is canon, and it's kind of it's more or less like the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> if the guy at the counter was giant and red and could kick your ass, yeah, pretty much. I actually like this version of the scene so much better than in the original Dragon Ball Z. I cannot recall the original, and like um, Goku's like weird childish behavior is like i don't know it feels more emphasized in this i feel like i'm noticing more how like childhood innocence plays into everything he does like his first interaction with king yama should be like yo kami keeps trying to correct his his manners he says yo and then he walks away and he's like bye so uh it's kami a couple a couple a couple things about kami uh, first, kind of pretentious to 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 pick a name that is just a Japanese word for God. I'm God. Hello. Oh, hello, Mr. God. His his role is guardian of Earth, and he more or less just kind of delegates a lot. Does so he? hold on, wait, real quick. Is this Kami's first appearance? No, no. Kami had a significant role in the couple, the last arc or so of Dragon Ball. No, I'm saying in in this in this show in Dragon Ball Z Kai. Yep. Oh, in Dragon Ball Z, yes, absolutely. This is Kami's wow. first appearance. They really don't give him much context, do they? No, I was totally lost. If I were to jump on the internet and then look up job descriptions for Kame, like what would I find? <laughs> like, could I apply to this? What? Job? Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. Um, you just have to. Uh, I think being unkillable might be part of the requirements. Oh, and you got to move into this thing, this big tower. You know, it's big. It's just really tall. I don't know. It's kind of a, it's a hassle. It's a big commute. There's not a lot of grocery stores. It's kind of a food desert. <laughs> but what do I, what are my, what do I do? Like, like, do I need to study? Like, I don't know. So yeah. So what are Kami's qualifications though? Is the question. Well, he created the Dragon Balls. So magic. Okay. That's, that's pretty good. Okay. That's good. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? So he goes up to the great Shenron and he's like, Hey, I'm going to make these seven balls. Do you, I want to make sure you're okay with this. If people bring seven of them, will you show up and grant a wish? Sure thing, bro. Didn't he create Shenron, though? If he yes. created the balls? What? Yes, he did. All kinds of lore here that is not explained in the show, you guys. Well, it's, I mean, it's kind of revealed piecemeal throughout the series. So, so King, King Yama, very strong, a very powerful guy. We, we find out that Raditz did come through uh, and tried to cause trouble, but was uh, quickly subdued by Yama. So Yama is a pretty powerful guy. He 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 takes down Raditz with little effort, uh, but he's still more or less just a bureaucrat. And sorry, what happens to Raditz again? He gets he went to hell. <laughs> oh, one more time. He went to hell. He died and got sent to hell after getting oh. beat up by the devil. <laughs> 
Wait, so King Yama's not the devil? He's a devil. But he's not the devil. He's not Satan. I'm not certain if there, if there is a the devil within this afterlife's bureaucratic structure. Yeah, and this bureaucratic structure is weird. Um, it's very weird. Like, I kind of want to know... I want to know more about this lesser taxicab demon who drives Goku to Snake Way. Oh, the nerd? Yeah, the big nerd, the nerdy guy. Much more helpful in uh, this series than in the original, like, in the ocean dub. Insanely more helpful. Like, actually explains, oh, hey, don't fall off Snake Way because you will go to hell. Instead of just kind of, instead of just kind of saying, hey, you shouldn't fall off, and then awkwardly dodging the question about why, like, he does. I love how hell... In this one episode, episode four, hell has become a really real threat to the characters of this television show. Yeah, you could go to hell. Just actively, like, it's actively a real thing. Um, And this is when they get to start talking about King Kai a little bit. Um, They give a little exposition on him. And he apparently uh, rules over several other deities in, like, this part of the universe. He's the regional manager, yeah. Exactly, yeah. What? What is the structure here? What is happening? It's a labyrinthine structure, and we haven't just we've we've only just begun. It will we'll kind of peek at King Kai for a while, but just wait until we get into the Boo Saga. Another little bit of exposition by this Blue Devil guy. Snake Way is a million miles long. Totally doable in a year, right? Yeah, you could do a million miles in a year. I feel like. I mean, I oh, no, that's yeah, how I no. start my mornings. Yeah, Goku could fly. I don't know. Can we get a reference point for this? Could somebody? Google. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna boot up Wolfram Alpha right now. Do you guys know about this program? Oh yeah, it's, it does it's all pretty, my math homework. I can assume it's, the internet. it's less than a million and one miles. It's, it's wait a absolutely minute. less than a million and one miles. It is unfortunately. Ooh, wow. Okay. Um, do you guys know what the diameter of the sun is? The mean diameter of the sun? Uh, uh, like a hundred million. It's 864,300 miles. Oh, my God. I don't know if you guys know is less than a million. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Let me do some checking. Yep, that math checks out. Oh, yeah. So so Goku has to traverse an amount of space that is greater than the diameter of the fucking sun. In a year. In less than a year. Way less than a year, because he still has to train. He's got to train. He's oh, you're right, he's got to actually train. And he can't do that in, like, five minutes. Also, his guide seems to indicate to him that starvation won't kill him, but he never says you don't have to eat. That's true. He never says you won't get hungry. Maybe he's just fasting. He's hinting at something. <laughs> While he jogs 24 hours a day. No, Goku, you could, you could lose a couple pounds here. And I see that you noted that he's very modest about his fitness in this scene. Yeah, he was just kind of like, he's like, uh, how are you doing? Are you in shape? And he's like, eh, I mean, I was when I was alive, but I mean, ain't uh, like, yeah, that's he's not point. sure. This is kind of a weird existential crisis right now, right? Like, this is his body, is, but is, how real is this body? That's true, and he's going to train with this body. Like, if that doesn't transfer back, he kind of fucked up. Wait, is this the body that Kame took? Holy fuck, did Kami just steal his body? He didn't like Yeah, why? that's exactly that is exactly what happened. Piccolo notes notes that right after it occurs. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And they, they kind of tease us with that because that's Piccolo revealing a little bit of that connection he has with Kami. Because Kami's his dad, right? Well <laughs> <laughs> It's a little complex. Or, or was I thing. just was I just Nameki and racist? They have a they have a very complicated relationship that becomes very important. I mean it's later not on. like Oedipus or Antigone or something like that. 
on several different Kevin, occasions. I specifically told you not to reveal any of the romance pairings coming up. <laughs> so during this moment, we end up cutting back to the real world where uh, everyone's trying to figure out who's gonna, you know, talk to oh, Chi-Chi about man. everything. And of course, Master Roshi volunteers Krillin to do it. Just, just every, pretty much everybody just immediately shoves off to Krillin. Bulma is having no part of it. No one wants to talk to Chi-Chi. Would you? I, I bet Krillin in his head, he's just like, perhaps we could draw straws. <laughs> maybe, so, maybe we could actually, like, talk about it. Nope. Put your suit on, Krillin. Rock, paper, scissors. Is, he, is the next thing, like, going straight to that? I think it pretty much just cuts right to that. Krillin in a weird suit. Psyching himself up. He looks like a tiny gangster. He looks like he's going to shake him down. <laughs> just, just practicing trying to tell her her husband has died right outside the door of her home. So Joey goes over to Monica's house to tell her that Chandler died and that Ross was the one who killed him. <laughs> <laughs> but it was to prevent it was to prevent ugly naked guy from destroying the planet so the one with the murder suicide <laughs> here's the thing for me personally like i know i understand from the little bits of the show that chi chi i guess has a temper like it, it's kind of hinted at oh yeah but i mean why would she be mad at krillin specifically well, it's, you know, don't kill the messenger. He was he was with Goku. Probably should have stopped him from dying, right? Yeah, and I mean, that's a that's a hell of a situation. Asking anyone to be completely rational, it's kind of a lot to ask. That their husband just died, and her their four year old <laughs> so was son kidnapped. was kidnapped by his greatest enemy, who who happened to be the one that. But it's okay because they're bringing him back. back. A year off of having to deal with an idiot and her son. No baby, no husband. Just some me time. Yeah, she needs it. It's Chi-Chi time, all right? And let's be honest, it's more like two babies. Come on. (laughs) Except one eats a lot more than the other. Does one poop a lot more than the other? So, so (laughs) Chi-Chi... Zenkai boosts the show where we talk about Goku's dumps. Zenkai poops. Oh my god. God damn Sorry. So, so Chi-Chi answers the door. noting as she does that she heard him mumbling to himself but somehow didn't catch any of the details which he explicitly stated several (laughs) times right outside her front door and then they go through another like sitcom moment where they they stumble around the point uh awkwardly and really just it comes off like both chi chi and krillin are kind of dumb is krillin dumb is Is chi chi dumb are they dumb? that bright, for sure. Ox King's a little dumb. Oh, Ox King's very dumb. I think that that's a given. So we can establish that we know that there's at least two characters that are somewhat intelligent. We got Bulma and Gohan. And Piccolo. Piccolo? Piccolo's, Piccolo. No, Piccolo's pretty smart, I think. Piccolo is at Ra- least... Like, Raditz? Not so smart. No. A little dead. Raditz is definitely dumb, and being dumb got him killed. Because his one escaped survival tactic is... Uh, oh, please have mercy. I promise I won't do it again. <laughs> I promise I won't do it again. I promise. Fool me once. Fool me once. Uh, shame on shame on me. No, fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. I'm going to shoot a hole through your body. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to vaporize your internal organs. And uh, after they pull Krillin in without him, without him actually spilling the beans yet. 
we cut to we cut cliffhanger on that we cut to uh piccolo and go oh boy the meat of this episode yeah dude best part this actually was super cool um (laughs) piccolo i'm not certain piccolo knows what a child is he's he doesn't seem terribly clear on it he wakes gohan up the 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 unconscious gohan by by dropping him in a small pond face down where Gohan <laughs> Gohan remains for a solid 10 seconds before waking up. So he, he, he wakes That's up. That's enough time to aspirate a pretty good amount of water, right? Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> so he's, he's just... Are Saiyans amphibious? He's... <laughs> they don't need oxygen, but we'll get to that later. Oh, boy. So he, he wakes up. He's underwater. Stand at, at the feet of... This guy who he's, you know, surely heard his father talk about as a demon, which is what they they all thought that he was for a long time. Pretty much the worst possible way to wake up as a four-year-old. Yeah, yeah, this boy is a four-year-old. Four years old. He's a four right years old. Bra- four. Hey, he's got a brain like a sponge. It's a great time to dump a ton of information. <laughs> he can process it. Which he's Piccolo loves doing. Piccolo loves dropping that knowledge. He... Just I oh, oh immediately oh, just rips the bandaid off. Just oh, your dad's dead. By the way, he says your daddy was killed today. <laughs> <laughs> Rip. Piccolo gets really real that real fast. Bandaid. He also says, "I'll snap you in half." Stop crying, or I will murder you. That's my child care strategy. I don't know about you guys, but that is ne- that one has never failed. As someone who's worked in an elementary school classroom, I gotta say, it works every single time. I mean, I'm probably the only one who's gonna say this, but right now, he's... I think he's a pretty good dad. (laughs) I mean... mean, He teaches him how to breathe. Okay. He makes him cope. Compared to Goku, at least he's doing things. Comparatively, he's at least on par. Also, when uh, when Piccolo tells uh, this four-year-old child that his shitty dad is dead... Uh, it, it does our first, like, really extended flashback, uh, yeah. staple of flashback the anime Flashback to the series. last episode. <laughs> we get to, we, we, yeah, flashbacks to the last episode where we get to see his dad die again. Last time on Dragon Ball Kai. Piccolo notes again he was 100% serious about killing Gohan because that would definitely keep him, a four-year-old, calm. Absolutely. The more clear you are about your death threats, the more the children will listen. You want to really... Really hammer home their their vulnerability and and their mortality, imminent mortality. Absolutely, one hundred percent will stop a child from crying every time. Guaranteed. And the thing is, Gohan seems to have inherited Goku, his father's ability to just take literally everything completely in stride. Because he like he he cries for a little bit, but then he pulls himself together in an almost comical with an almost comical speed. He definitely then has kind of like a, a like a reasonable like a logical conversation about why he can't fight, uh, and Piccolo is just like, "No, hey, shut up," and reveals that his big trump card for the Saiyans is this toddler here. I love also that when Gohan suggests that he would rather be trained by his father, Piccolo says that Goku would be a bad teacher, and that's very true. But the reason he says that Go- he, the reason he gives for Goku being a bad teacher is that he can't command respect. And let's be real, guys. There's a way better reason Goku would be a bad teacher. Because he got his he head. He got his head smashed in when he was a child, and now he's <laughs> dumb. So, okay. So, guys, 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 real quick. I do know, like, last last episode, I posited uh, the possibility that the entire series after uh, Goku gets shot through the chest 
with the Makankasapo uh, is a, a Jacob's Ladder hallucination. Yes, uh, but I, I think, I think, since we're on that subject, I would, I, I want to revise that theory and note that it's even more plausible that the Jacob's Ladder hallucination is actually everything after he falls into the canyon as a tiny child. Whoa, dude. Dragon Ball Z, a baby's death dream. Blew this wide open. I know. It just changes everything. This changes everything's different now, you guys. So anyway, Piccolo says that Goku's dead that, that Goku sucks, basically. He's like, hey, your dad sucks. Your dad's a chump. Don't be on Team Goku. And Goku he, he, sucks. I'm awesome. We have a really creepy moment where um Piccolo looks at Gohan and says, shut up and take off your tunic. Uh, really adds a weird vibe to the whole scene, I thought. And Gohan isn't like, wait, why? It's time to start training. Strip. Oh, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> when you put it like that. Um, he also decide, He also shows Gohan uh, his his own power. He, volunt- he offers to show Gohan why he has such faith in him. And I thought it was a pretty, uh, pretty risky move here to gamble this child's life right off the bat. Just like on a dime, he is do or die. Yeah, like literally, if if Gohan did not pull this out, he would die right there because he got pitched out of fucking rock. A essentially a a a small mountain. Hey hey guys, yeah. Talk about flight or fight. Eh? I think you got it backwards, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> you nerd. Oh my god. Oh, uh, shit. So that's it, I think, though. Is that the end of the episode? No, we do ha- We do cut back to Goku one more time. Oh, yeah. Oh, he-, he started flying again, right? Yeah, this is where I noticed, actually, that Goku has a halo, which I thought was fun. Yeah, I didn't really dead. have anything significant to say about it. I just thought it was fun. He's dead. He's got a nice little halo. It's for style, you know? It's, it's all um, the rage in wherever they're at. L? Above hell? It's all the rage in... in- in in above hell. Probably <laughs> there was a word for that. Just north of hell. Is it um oh what is it? It's the home for that, infinite losers. God damn it. Oh. Hey Kevin, could can I make a, a notey note for this? Could you in the next episode tell us again, since you, you've been a master at it of making sure to tell us how far ahead we are. Oh yeah, DBZ? how far are, how far ahead are we at this point? Interestingly enough, um, this episode is actually one-to-one with episode six of the original Dragon Ball Z. Really? Wow. Yep, they begin in the same place and end in the same place. It's interesting. It felt so much better paced than that, than, you know, that actual episode of Dragon Ball Z. Well, is this where it's going to really start to pull ahead, Kevin? Oh, yeah, we're about to hit, we're about to start hitting big chunks of filler aside from just those that's that stuff with goku we also got some training filler with the other uh human fighters yamcha krillin chaotsu tension han uh, oh no we're missing out on that you mean the c team <laughs> yeah the c team the fucking that's being pretty generous blaine at this like once once dragon ball z actually gets going these dudes are like the f team <laughs> Basically, none of them ever do anything significant ever again, except for... Actually, Tien gets some amazing time in the sun, in the Cell Saga. Tien Shinhan gets, gets uh, an incredible, incredible moment uh, in, in the Cell Saga out of fucking nowhere. But... You know what, guys? I think that one actually is going to be a, a, a big contender in our best moment contest Ooh, for a while. Ooh, you're right. Oh, uh, that's going to be a really, that's going to be a really strong one. 
Absolutely. And before we actually get to that for this episode, I do want to just br- real quickly touch on the uh, next episode preview because shit's going to get very, very real in it. Uh, yeah, it is. It's monkey time. Pew, 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 monkey time. I'm so excited for monkey Can't time. Can't wait to see shit get thrown. It doesn't get quite that explicit. In the next episode, Gohan goes a. <laughs> Hey guys, this new King Kong movie looks awesome. Wait, like the actual? That one wasn't very good. Sorry. <laughs> uh, oh no, you said that. You said that. I had just recently watched the newest one. Well, guys, up, you, up you, to today. You know that the in the original the original dub, the title of the episode of the episode that we are coming up on was. Gohan goes bananas. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it just aged ten years. <laughs> I got the wind knocked out of me by that. One. Does it have a voice that says it to us? I'm not a hundred. I don't a hundred percent remember whether they had an announcer read the title. I'm sure they did because because one of the things that I remember I remember mentioning that my grandmother would uh, refer to Vegeta as Velveeta to get my goat. Yeah. She also would do the she also would do the fake announcer voice. Last time on Dragon Ball Z. That's so fun to do in real life, though. That's exactly what it sounded like. Is the thing. So so Newland, did she watch it with you? Yeah, when I was a kid, my parents liked to you know they liked to watch the stuff that I watched to make sure I wasn't watching anything. Nasty. I don't, I don't think I could watch Dragon Ball Z with my parents. I remember my parents explicitly making fun of me for watching Dragon Ball Z. The same. Yeah. <laughs> it's about the size of it. So that's that episode in the bag. Boom. Episode four, Dragon Ball Z Kai done. We did it. Uh, I thought, okay, so now I think would be a good time to talk about our, our picks this week for the number one best moment in this episode. Oh, boy. And my pick is I think it's really just the scene where Krillin goes to talk to Chi-Chi, not because it's like like amazing plot-wise, but just because I thought this is a moment where Akira Toriyama is really demonstrating his comedy chops, and you just don't see the comedy in this show as much as you would have seen it in like Dragon Ball. It's just a really well-paced joke. I was like laughing out loud through it, and like Krillin's body language and the framing is all really good too. It's just a really well-timed joke and really well-translated, I thought, too, in the English dub. It's a good point. Yep, absolutely. Well, my favorite uh, moment uh, has got to be, I know, you know, it's funny, Piccolo throws Gohan on a rock, and it's, you know, that's it's not going to stop being funny. But it is a pretty cool moment. We get our first real look at the extent of his hidden power, which is going to be a major uh, through line throughout the whole series. Uh, and, I mean, we could say it's really the Dr- Dragon Ball Z's series arc, Gohan realizing his, his full power and coming into his role as a, a hero like his father. How about you, Blaine? I would say uh, my my personal favorite scene. Well, actually, no, I, I tend to do lines. I just really like when Krillin's just like, it's just like a lizard's tail when Piccolo regenerates his arm. I just thought that was funny and real. And that's going to make mine difficult because my favorite moment was absolutely Piccolo just getting real tough and shitting out an arm. Just blasting it. <laughs> he blasts it out. It is disgusting how it shoots out of his nub. His terrible, terrible, awful, very bad day in the bathroom. I actually- <laughs> this slimy knife hand extends. I actually wrote in my notes that Piccolo in that moment became the raddest character on the show by, by like a huge margin. He did. I mean, he was like sweating and screaming. Like, I mean, damn. <laughs> I want to rewatch that scene 
frame by frame just to see how the arm comes out of the nub because it's it's not instantaneous i don't think no, it's, it's not like, it doesn't i do not want to see the in-between frames <laughs> I, I have to see them i want to know if it's like in quarters of his arm just growing out he's like the nubs of his fingers just slowly pulling through like i want it i mean I it just kind of it just kind of bursts outward it just kind of sort of explodes out of his meaty chunk <laughs> Out of what apparently was a car? No, it couldn't have been cauterized because he bled a little bit. What the fuck is up with Namekians? Yeah, I mean, they, they, it's terribly inconsistent. The, the the what exactly the beam attacks do to your body? Sometimes they just kind of hurt a little bit. Sometimes they just leave a little bit of like a like a like a like a mark on you. A lot of times they just rip your shirt. Okay, so I would honestly, I can abandon my choice for uh, Piccolo regrowing his arm. I think that's a really cool little scene i can go for that as well because that leads into mine so that's like the father of my scene so i guess it's between that and Gohan's. the gohan gohan showing his true power and i guess and that's it's really, a tough one that is a really tough one because gohan showing his true power is like literally a couple of arcs from now it's going to be the climax of an arc and these are two significant events i feel like that happened in this episode in terms of dragon ball z as a whole i think probably gohan blowing the rock up is a more significant instantaneous moment. Yeah. Yep. But now we're going to, we got to put that head to head against our previous contender. Against the double penetration. Yeah. The double penetration. The double penetration. (laughs) Let's get some, what are your hot takes guys? And that's, oh, well, I mean, I mean, like if it depends on how we want to look at it, if we're talking about rule of cool, I think the double beam is way cooler but if we're talking about like impact on the show, I would say I I like Gohan's more for the showing of this is the power. And, and here's the problem: we're looking for the best moment, not just the coolest, not just the most plot significant, the best moment. Right? So I think both of those are factors then in that in that decision. That is, and yeah, that is pretty rough. And I mean, from a from an animation standpoint, also, I mean, the double penetration is absolutely uh, superior. But in terms of it being an impactful. Uh, important, significant moment in Dragon Ball Z, uh, Gohan's oh, for sure. power. So I guess we, we haven't really talked about how much of a role each or either of those two factors will play in this. What do you guys think? What's your, what's your gut check on that? I have to trust in my heart and in my being. Trust the art. Go with, go yes. with the, the uh, iconic rendering of Goku and, and Raditz getting blown through by the Makan Kasapa. I do think the Gohan moment is, is, is significant to the plot, but there are a lot of other Gohan moments coming up that will be even more significant to that exact same point. Yeah, we are gonna get we are gonna get a lot of a lot of similar uh, moments and and a number of them you know a, a lot cooler. It than It didn't that. really blow my mind. Like it was cool, but when the smoke cleared, I was thinking stuff like, "Man, that mountain was bigger than that. It was further away. This is weird." You know what? I'm gonna establish. I'm I'm throwing my vote with the uh, double penetration right now. I'm also gonna vote double penetration. Yeah, same. Are either of you two in favor of double penetration? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep saying it. You've really- Every episode, this guy wins. It's a perfectly natural vote. Come on. Blaine, you've got me really between a rock and a hard place here. <laughs> it's really more like two hard places at this point. Oh, my God. Sorry. It's okay. We all go. Th- it's, we're going there. We've been there. Okay. We're there. We decide- I named an episode double penetration. Okay. <laughs> we have to commit to it. 
This is this is where we live. I need some low hanging fruit, guys. It's a very Come tasty low hanging. Let me establish some crust. The seeds that want to get ate. Those dirty seeds. So okay. <laughs> I think it's gonna. I think we got to stick with the with the DP. Let's give rabbits one more. Let's let's see how long we can hold that boy. Up. I'm willing. I'm willing to concede that. I think next episode will give us a serious, serious, serious contender against it. So, but, so how do you guys feel? Like when we're on the last episode, and we're like, all right, guys. So it's it's between Super Saiyan, like five and a half, and double penetration. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Yeah, after Goku eats the fifth Dragon Ball and he has a lot of trouble getting that sixth one down, he only gets half of it. Sorry, that really got you know. You know, it's it's a really funny joke, and uh, I hate to bring it up. I literally, I truly hate to bring it up, but that's actually a thing that happens in Dragon Ball GT. <laughs> we can get to. I think dunking on GT can be a regular part of this show. There's no problem with that. But I do want to sing its praises in one very specific regard. Vegeta grows a mustache. Oh, what? So good. Oh, so good. It's a terrible mustache. I don't care. Vegeta mustache. Hold on, I'm googling real quick. He calls it his mustache. Also, which what is the really fuck? <laughs> oh, hey, just, just so you guys know. Just so you guys know. In Super, you get to see Goku and Vegeta with full-on beards. Just let you know. No, this mustache is insane. He, it's, it's, oh my god! <laughs> oh, please, everyone, if you have not had a chance, Google Vegeta mustache. Switch over to images, and hold on, you will see Vegeta in a Hawaiian shirt and a mustache leaning out of a car. It is incredible. There is a moment in GT, like, where Vegeta has, like, a moment of true despair because his daughter makes fun of him for how ugly his mustache is. (laughs) Like, the screen goes dark, there's a spotlight on Vegeta, and he has, like, the same face he had on when he got beat by Cell. Oh, wait, what's this? What's this? Oh, my God. <laughs> I just dropped the picture in the chat. A car. He's in a convertible. Look at this fucking work of art. He looks like Tom Selleck. I'm gonna, that's going to have to be the, the title image for the episode. Please. Like the thumbnail for this episode is Vegeta is Tom Selleck. Super Saiyan Tom Selleck. <laughs> oh, there is an image of Super Saiyan Vegeta with a mustache on, on Google image search. In case you were fucking wondering. <laughs> Oh, oh my Jesus, God. guys. Wow. I don't think we can go anywhere from here. That's going to pretty much do it for this one. Uh, I want to I plug some stuff real quick. We have an email address. The show has an email address. Wow, we're in the future, huh? We're in the fucking future, so if you want to send us some fucking mail. We are on the World Wide Web. We got on that World Wide Web. AOL. Dot AOL dot biz. And if you can, if you guys, this internet thing, it's going to be big. If you want to send us an, if you want to send us some electronic mail, you can open up your web browser and, uh, send it to Zenkai boost podcast at gmail.com. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, send whatever at this point. Send us know. anything. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I just want to feel love. I just want to feel love. Or hate it. Putting a kind of an open invite out there, and that's, you know. Anything. Pretty dangerous. Open RP, Vegeta with a mustache. Your choice. Sailor's Delight. <laughs> Is that a thing? I'm sorry. 
I've been talking for an hour and I'm tired. Do you guys have any any like stuff you want to plug? Like your Twitters or what or whatnot? Uh, I mean, sure. You can find me at Max underscore attacks. I'm at Duck Fungus. Cool. You can see my six tweets at uh, GamerJunkie190, where those six tweets will remain forever. Oh, and please check them out. There's some oh, good no. tweets. No, no. I just looked at one from October... 15th, sometimes you just want to stare in the darkness so hard it breaks into the light. I don't think I said that. Wow, dude. I think, I think, uh, fucking Walt Whitman said that. Is that Walt Whitman? That's, really? I think that's Walt Whitman, my dude. Oh my god. Well, if you want to tell me how lame that is, uh, you can email us at, uh, email us at Podcast at gmail.com. I think that's about it, right? You guys ready to yeah. wrap this bad Let's boy? Sign up? off. Sounds about right. It? Yeah, right, I gotta cool. get started watching that next episode. Get started on episode four, episode five. All right. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hillerich. And I'm Max Kostrak. And remember, power levels don't matter. Don't matter.